to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 284, A Good Man Goes to War. My name is John, and joining me is my good friend, Taylor. Taylor, I, I don't got anything. I'm sorry, but how are you? Sorry, rate limit exceeded. Oh, that's... Oh, no. Well, we got to wait. <laughs> we have to wait 24 hours to hear from, from Taylor, so... Oh, boy. Could be could be a while, folks. It's the shortest episode ever. John's going to be like, this was an episode. Things happened. Yeah. Good night, folks. Great, <laughs> great. I am good singer. How are you, sir? Thank you, thank you. I am, I am well. I am well. How about yourself? I am also doing well. I don't, I don't think I have any, uh, no, no complaints currently. Good. Yes, yes. I'm trying to think if there's uh, any other business before we get to what's me. Ma- I, I feel like we should just get into what's making us happy this fortnight. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about. A Good Man Goes to War, That uh, an episode that I thought was part one of two, uh, it is not. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> I completely no. forgot that it is the midway. Totally feels like it would be. Yes. I forgot it was the midway point of season six. Um, Correct. But yeah, what's, uh, what's making you happy this fortnight? I feel like... Uh, we're recording on Wednesday mainly because we had a, we had a four day weekend because of America or something. Yes. Um, because of America or something. That's right. Yeah. And, um, I was like, you know, we were doing stuff all day Monday and then Tuesday and I was like, can we just push it to Wednesday? And Taylor said, of course we can. Yeah. Which is funny because we, um, we spent Monday at the County fair. Oh, uh, the Alameda County Fair up here. And, um, you know, we weren't sure, like, if we were going to, like, tap out after a point or if we were just going to keep going, going, going. And at one point, Amber goes, I don't know, hon. Like, maybe you should you should just message John and see if, like, you guys could push back recording. And I was like, mm. I'm like, we're getting there at noon. I don't think we're going to last eight hours on a 90-plus degree day. But I'm like, <laughs> I'll hold off and I'll... I'll message if it seems like, you know, we're going to be out late. Yeah. And then you messaged first. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, hey, funny thing, babe. There we go. That's very but funny. Yes. Yeah. Um, so one, enjoyed the four-day weekend, even yeah. though we were battling a heat wave for part of it. Oh, Saturday yeah. up here, 106. No, thank you. Right. No. Yeah. We very much uh, stayed inside. Uh, I got chores done, which was great, but uh, hid from the sun all the rest of the yeah, day. Yeah, as as you would do. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, I mean, it was still 100 at its peak, but there was a breeze and it took the kids to the pool. Oh, boy. And so, you know, that, that was all well and good. Other than that, hid from the sun. Monday was the uh, the fair, mm-hmm. and then yesterday was mostly just a really chill day, and then it seems like our neighborhood puts on better fireworks than the city does. <laughs> well, fair, fair. No enough. joke. It was like 10 minutes after 10 last night, and I went, okay, I really need to go to bed because I need to be up at 5 for work the next day, Yeah, and it probably took me until midnight. Oh, boy. Because of like seemingly actual mortars going off like four doors down yeah man last night was rough for us as well yeah it, i th- i don't know what happened but apparently 
Universal Studios said, you know, let's take all of our fireworks and do our entire fireworks show a block from John's apartment. Oh, um, wow. It was okay. wild. And the dogs, we gave them some uh some medication to make them sleepy and not care about things got them high okay yeah cool. but they were um barking and camilla was super like nervous so lauren just took them to to go to bed and then uh, yeah like explosions were going off literally across the street apparently the dogs yeah. were barking for most of the night even though like last last year it was pretty bad and they were apparently fine but um yeah, I mean, yesterday was was rough, but um, well, anything else besides this this four day weekend that making you happy? Yeah, absolutely. Brand new episode of All Night with the Living Geeks. Yeah, yes. Let's let's get to the let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, probably, probably talk about one of my favorite contactee cases. Ooh. Um, mostly because it actually happened at a beach I used to boogie board at. Oh, really? Yes. Although, granted, I, I I wasn't there in 1965. Right. The guy that we talk about was there in 1965, but same beach. <clears throat> wow. Um, so that was really cool. And Seb's amazing research, um, you know, uh, like between both of us, like, oh, we figured out, yep, this guy was definitely into ham radio. Here's his call letters. He's ah! no longer with us. He's passed on. Oh. But he was a he was a TV repairman in Watsonville, California. And Seb, God bless him, actually found some of his newspaper advertisements. Wow. Seb is he's on a different level. Oh, he research. totally is when it comes to research. Oh. He's, he's so good. His story is fantastic because – it's ba- it basically involves um, a psychic's prediction, British Rail, and uh, train spotters. Oh wow! Uh, and and it's it's crazy because specifically because the train spotters are so fixated on the minutia of British trains. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's one of those things you got to hear to believe it. And then his descent in the archives story actually involves allegedly a case of cookies raining from the sky but the article is so short there's so many details we wish we knew about it and so we're kind of putting the call out Mm. to listeners to be like look if you know anything about this story if you've ever heard it if you've had a relative be like oh i remember this time it rained cookies and whatever we want to hear from you yeah oh my that's weird yeah it's really cool it's it's a fun episode love it um probably one of my favorite of this season so yeah there you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's making me really happy. Wonderful. John, um, what about you? Oh, boy. So um, one thing is I started using a calendar, Taylor. So I have a calendar. Oh, so, did you know that there are like days and weeks and stuff? I knew they organized. I, I knew that. But now I'm uh, okay. I'm organized, I guess. But I, I'm I'm looking at my calendar because I'm like, now I can just be like, oh, what did we do these past two weeks? Yeah. And I can tell you all the fun stuff I did. So nice. um, we finally won a softball game. Ah, uh, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and that same day, I don't know. I can't remember the name of this app. Lauren had it. And then I I used to have it, but I never used it. Basically, you can go to um, bakeries or different shops, and they will sell you a, like, on the app. It, you just pay them, like, six dollars you have a code you go there and they will give you some sort of item that uh might go 
bad soon, but is still good, but they are not going to sell it anymore. Oh, kind of like in day old bread. Stuff like that, yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. So we'd never used it. Lauren's like, okay, we have a pickup. We'll go get it before softball. I'm like, okay. So we go and we give this. We go to this bakery. We it's a really nice little bakery. We give them our code and they give us a box. And we're walking to the car and we're like, "Is this a full cake?" And sure sure enough, it was. So that was that was uh, pretty funny. Yeah, just a full on cake. It was good. That you could use to celebrate your win. Yes, it was good. And then like a day and a half later, it was very not good. Uh, Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Whatever. What else? What else? What else? Um, saw the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, cool. I liked it. I thought it was it was good. good. I mean, good. Um, nothing nothing wrong there. What else did I did I do? Oh, I threw out my back. That wasn't fun. Oh, lovely. But it you know it it worked itself out, so we were fine. Indiana Jones. I had um last week. I had a friend from originally from the bay area who has since moved to like portland um she okay. came down and visited um uh she was staying with uh i guess former tornado tag radio co-host marianne she was staying with her so i we hung out a couple of times when she was down here that was a lot of fun and we got dinner um with um marianne and uh and lauren on sunday mm-hmm. night so we hung out and that was that was a lot of fun um Oh, I also saw Monica, former Bampow TV oh. host. Monica was in yeah. town as well. A lot of people in town over the past uh, <sighs> week, so a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, what else? AEW's new video game came out. I got to play it for a decent amount. It was fun. I'm I'm still uh, obsessed with Diablo as well. Mm-hmm. So lots of video game fun stuff. Oh, and then on Monday, uh, Lauren and I went to a batting cage that she thought was indoors, but it was not, and it was 85 oh. degrees out, but uh, got to hit hit the ball around, and I've never seen Lauren uh, swing a bat before, and she's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, so uh, hopefully if we ever get invited to a co-ed league, uh, we'll be rip-roaring and ready to go, and we went to a 4th of July party yesterday, and that brings us to today. So those are all the things that are making me happy but one last thing awesome. taylor yes what i i have a, a ninja foodie blender i think we've mentioned this lauren got it yes. for my birthday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i randomly thought to myself i wonder if they have a coffee grinder attachment for this Ooh, i like where this is going and they do nice i got it today and we uh-huh. ran, someone randomly gave us coffee that was full bean, and I'm like, I have no, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, use the grinder um, and use the AeroPress, and I'm I'm oh, having yes. flashbacks to uh, the cup of coffee that was made at your humble abode all those years yes. ago. Oh man, the AeroPress is so good. Um, so you know, I still got to work the kinks out here, but uh. Oh boy, I'm very happy with this cup of coffee that I have right now. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Yes, yes, indeed. Um it is it is very excellent. Excellent. Yes, thank you. It's waiting for that. Thank you. Um all right, well let's get to the who news before we talk about a good man goes to war. Yeah, definitely. Um so our our first couple of links, you obviously can get to all of those in the show notes. Um they are just Twitter statuses. 
But from what I understand, you don't have to log into Twitter to see them. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore because it's absolutely had to do that. absolutely dumb that they don't know anything. I swear to God, I, I I feel like everything else is just picking over the bones yeah. of Twitter at this point. But oh, yeah. we're still there. Um, but series fifteen, we haven't even seen fourteen yet. We haven't even seen the sixtieth anniversary specials yet series 15 is due to start filming this october love it you know i saw a tweet i can't remember uh where it was but um a tweet that said we're getting you know we're getting the the specials then we're getting a christmas special then we're getting Mm -hmm. season 14 then we're getting a christmas special then we're getting season 15 so it's finally like oh this is what it should be (laughs) Right. I shouldn't have to wait right. a year and a half to see an episode of Doctor Who. <sighs> yeah. Not that, you know, that was like anyone's like decision. It's just uh we're I guess we're getting into the full swing of things here. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. And I'm very excited for that. And yes. so excited uh that I also saw that uh apparently <clears throat> um the extras uh for the season 14 finale now i get it it's it's an eight episode season so i'm tempering my like yes we get all of this and it's gonna be like oh it's eight episodes i'm still gonna love it don't get me wrong they are playing time soldiers oh time soldiers okay it's like space cafe it's it's what 12 goes on about why do we put space in front of things yeah time why are we putting time time soldiers okay yeah so the series 14 finale is going to be a remake of the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, Turtles in Time. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> That's fine. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was the third one. I don't think it was the fourth one. Anyway. It was the third one. Oh, good. Thank you. I don't think there was um, a fourth one. I thought there was. Anyway. Anywho. Anyway. That's a different podcast. Um. There was some recent filming in Cardiff, though, uh, for the finale, and that featured uh, Shooty Gawa and Bonnie Langford on a scooter. Yay! Yep, Cardiff set up to look like London. Um, people running everywhere because it wouldn't be Doctor Who without people running everywhere. Yes, uh, very true. And yes, of course, the Wales Online link is like, here, click this, click this, click this. I'm like, just give it the text, people. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, a large part of the city center was sealed off for the show's production on Sunday afternoon, but filming was limited to what appeared to be stunt doubles for the main cast. On Monday, the doctor and his companion arrived to film a scene where they speed down the street on a moped. It's a scooter. I think of a moped being like, it has pedals. Um, Followed by extra shouting and screaming as they ran behind the bike. The road was made to look up like London with red buses and phone boxes dotted along Park Street next to the Principality Stadium. The crew spent the morning setting up the shots before filming with Gatwa and Langford later in the afternoon as fans gathered to watch from behind barriers. Yay. Yep. And uh, from what it looks like, you know, they they encourage the talent to actually go out and visit with fans as their as time allows. Because uh, I did see lots of people who were getting pictures and autographs and stuff. And that only drums up more excitement and support. And I'm all for that. Yes, absolutely. Um, later this month, let me look at the calendar. We're here. That's there. So less than three weeks from now, um, a book called pull to open 
will come out and it has kind of a uh, a fresh look at the creation of Doctor Who across 1962 and 1963. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's got a neat looking cover as I wait for Coldbox to load. Come <laughs> on. Um, uh, just watch Coldbox be down right now. Um, anywho, I would tell you more about the. Oh, there it is. Yay. Thank you. I have no problem just being an absolute dork on a podcast. Here we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, author Paul Hayes has taken kind of a uh, new look at the show's formative period. Uh, it covers 1962. 1963 tells the inside story on the creation and launch of Doctor Who. While a seemingly well-documented period, it promises a fresh take on the world uh, on the world our favorite show was born into. Gotcha. So it's probably not just, oh, here's what this person said. Here's yeah. who did this. It's probably looking a little bit more um, kind of at the, the world of 1962 and 1963 uh, along with everything else. But yeah, that's coming soon. That Love looks it. interesting. I might pick that up. Um, I've bought, bought quite a few books so far this summer and I have been burning through them. Uh, hmm. so I'm like, Ooh, do I really want to spend more money on more books? Yes, of course I do. <clears throat> <laughs> um, unfortunately though, we do have one bit of sad news when it comes to the, uh, 60th anniversary of Dr. Who, um, the somewhat long, maybe rumored, uh, reboot of the five ish doctors, uh, with Peter Davison, uh, Sylvester McCoy, and Colin Baker. Yes. Um, well, I, it doesn't look like it's actually going to happen because in an interview with Radio Times, Peter Davison revealed that his plans to create a follow-up to his sketch from 10 years ago for this year's anniversary have been scrapped. <clears throat> yeah, I saw that today. That's a bummer. It It is a bummer. It's kind of interesting what, what he has to say about it he says i came up with an idea it was deemed by those i showed it to as utterly unacceptable although <laughs> i thought it was very funny okay that's honestly that's good enough it really you don't want me to read the rest oh no he tells the, is, he says oh, what it is no he says it's a different world now and i'm always i wouldn't say pushing the boundaries my sense of humor is maybe a little out of sync with the sense of humor that now exists so in the end, it became very clear to me that there were too many compromises I'd be asked to make in the making of it. And I thought it just best to leave it alone because the original was perfect. Well, hopefully um, he is that galleon. We can. Uh, I Yes, I would. If, if that I would just be like, look, just just tell us the plot. Just tell us what would happen. Yeah. Let us just imagine it, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, boy. What did he come up with where he's going? Eh, my sense of humor might be a little out of sync with cultural norms now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, at least he's self-aware. I, I, I mean, yes, I do applaud that. I do applaud that. So anywho, yeah, hopefully someday there will be a, I don't know, a leaked script or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We Could shall <laughs> see. All right. Well, this week we reviewed... Uh, a story that is not a two-parter. <laughs> I, I, dude, I was thoroughly convinced this was a two-parter. No, I totally get it. It totally has that feel. Uh, we we watched a good man goes to war, 
starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Karen Gillan as Amy, Arthur Darville as Rory, Alex Kingston as River Song, and Francis Barber as Madame Kavarian. It was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Peter Hoare. It first aired June 4th, to, oh boy, 2011. I know. And is the seventh story of season six. And we have a we have a decent amount of uh, of story notes uh, brought to us by the fine yeah. folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Or TARDIS Data Corps. It's not TARDIS so, Wikia. My bad. Well, yeah, it's... Anyway. Anywho. It's what happens when you change names and your hosting changes ever so slightly. Uh, this yes. episode was originally titled Demon's Run. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It was changed to a good man goes to war, although his darkest hour and an angel goes to war had also been considered. His darkest hour is in insane, right? That's that is a uh, a crazy, a a crazy title. And I feel like we can't can't, you got to save that. I mean, I could see them doing that, but totally. Yeah. Well, get this. A Good Man Goes to War, aside from being episode seven of this series, is also the 777th episode of Doctor Who. Mm. Moffat stated that there were no seven puns in the episode as the coincidence was only observed after it was shot. Oh, <laughs> wow. He was like, oh, no. Yep. Well, let's go back and do uh, reshoots sh- so I can put a seven joke in exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the end credits list Russell T. Davies as creating the Ood and the Jadoon. However, no Ood appear in the episode. In, I, and I, I kid you not, this is the title of the book, The Brilliant Book 2012. Oh, boy. I, yeah, I, okay. That does imply that there's a brilliant book 2011 and 2013 and so on and so forth. There might be. I don't know. It's stated that we would have seen Ood Sigma assist the Doctor's army. But the scene was cut. Interesting. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Yep. And uh, for those of you of a certain age, this next note might make no sense to you. Um, and to the rest of you, it will make all the sense in the world. The idea that the word doctor derives from the doctor was first advanced by Stephen Moffat in a Usenet post in 1994. Five. Oh boy so i even i am not sure what usenet is okay um the closest thing i can compare it to would be like mirc no that's a chat oh right the, yeah. this would have been a bulletin board this would have been like alt.rec.tv.doctor-who got it it would have been like um, the aol uh forums or something like that yeah it was kind of like a forum i would almost kind of compare it to reddit in some ways okay except you had to connect to each i guess reddit separately mm, okay like, like you, you couldn't, it, it, the, the interface was such that you couldn't just like, oh, click and jump and I'm, I'm in this one now. And now I'm in this one. It's like, okay, I have to enter in, I have to like type in the name of, you know, that the alt.rec.tv. It had its whole structure in its name. It was weird. Anyway. I'm old. That's what we've established. (laughs) Uh, The TARDIS console room doesn't appear in this episode. This is the first time this has occurred, yeah, since Planet of the Dead over two years earlier. It's the first episode of the 11th Doctor's era to not have a scene set in the TARDIS. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. It's also the first story to include a river where the phrase "Hello, sweetie" isn't heard. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Mm. And in Doctor Who Confidential, Alex Kingston explains the entire set was shocked when she revealed River's true identity. Really? Mm, apparently. Uh, we'll we'll get to that when we talk to the episode, about the episode. We will. We will. We will. And this episode apparently also solves the fan debate as to whether or not the Doctor was speaking Gallifreyan. And it was being translated. And I think that's talking about the telepathic circuits where they're looking at his um, bassinet. Oh. I'm like, I've had kids before. I'm like, I know what that thing is. It's a bassinet. <laughs> <laughs> what a bassinet. Hey. I, saw, so I saw people selling replicas of that. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to look it up. And just because I wanted to see uh, if I had missed something uh, in the past uh, 12 years that someone had put together. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. people are selling this. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah. All right, Taylor. You have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All right, the Doctor's raising an army to go after Amy and her baby, but can they not only get there in time, but also figure out exactly what Madame Kavarian's planning? The action is packed. The emotions are running high. The cameos are fantastic. The twists are powerful, and... Really, there's a lot to unpack when a good man goes to war. Oh my goodness! Yes, I, um, Taylor. Before before I start going into it, how did you feel uh, revisiting this episode? What were your overall <clears throat> feelings? I I will be honest. Um, I had forgotten how good this episode is. Like I had memories of the whole, you know, opening and just all the cameos and, and, and the explosions and Rory and the Cybermen and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and, and my, my memories didn't do justice to what was there. And I just, that it was so, I remembered that kind of feeling that, that just literally victorious feeling of, watching this episode and, and just like wanting to get up off the couch and pump my fist and, and shout and stuff. Like, I don't know that a perfect episode of Dr. Who exists. I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think each viewer can find something that just doesn't jive with them for whatever reason, but this one is damned close. Uh, I uh, halfway through as I went, this is like Dr. Who, like the Avengers for Doctor Who, mm-hmm. where he, we put, I'm putting a team together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I absolutely love this episode. I loved um, rewatching it. And I got to say, like the open, I, I feel like we do this misdirect a lot where Amy isn't talking about the Doctor. She's talking about <laughs> Rory. But this one was great. Yes. I loved it. Um let me get that hero shot where he asks the where he asks the question and then they say what is the message and ev- all of the cyber ships explode Everything. behind him and it's just such yes. a great shot and it sets up basically like what these two what the boys are willing to do in order to find Amy yeah absolutely baller rory is completely baller shall i repeat the question yeah. it's just oh it's so good and it, then of it, course it's that, interrupted yeah. by when i was a little girl and then i just get angry <sighs> at the skip yes it. yes exactly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but yeah man um this episode is is fantastic 
I um I forgot this was technically pre uh Paternoster gang. Yes. Technically. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, when we get introduced to Madame Vastra and Jenny again, whoo, Swoon City Jenny. Swoon City, it's <laughs> been a minute. It has been, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Um and then and then Strax and just the uh um you know, his whole like penance having to be a nurse. <laughs> yes. And the bedside manner and everything is just like, oh god, I forgot how much I just love these three characters. Yeah, they're oh, they're so great, and I'm glad that we we get to see them more and more as we go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Strax, we have that moment where he is injured, and cl- mm-hmm. and clearly he makes it. Um, <clears throat> but he he says to Rory, "But I'm a nurse," and R- Rory's yes. just like, "Yeah." It's me too. He doesn't say it, but you can tell he's like, right. Yeah. Oh, man. you can see it in his face. Yeah. We can do more than be nurse. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, exactly. It, it's, it's interesting to me. Like you only get the experience of seeing this episode for the first time once. And that yeah. sounds like a really just obvious statement. Yeah. Duh, of course. But you know, even not having seen it in like 10 plus years, you kind of know what's coming. And so things hit differently. Yes. You know, um, you know, like the whole scene with river where she's like, I can't, yes. I can't, you know, I'm not in, in, and it, the first time through, you're like, Oh God, why, you know, what's going on? I don't know what's coming next. And now it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We know. I, I, I understand why, Yeah, you know? So, so watching this, I really tried to like, remember back to what it was like, to experience this for the first time yeah and draw on that um and it's still it's still great it's still yeah it's still great i feel like i feel like the only thing that and i mean this might just be me kind of kind of nitpicky it feels like we get the introduction of the headless monks and this entire Mm -hmm. uh army of people that are just um around to i guess find and find and kill the doctor um i don't think that's their actual mission but i'm paraphrasing uh it feels like we're just kind of they're just like here we're here here we are yep we're here we're here to be the enemy um and can i just say a giant theocratic army boy does that hit differently yeah days. right right uh <laughs> boy um very interesting yes yeah um and i mean i even our our um uh, our our newer characters who are introduced, I, I just they're you know they come and go real quick, but I felt like their mm-hmm. little storylines were were nice. Um, I really I completely forgot about um, what is her name Bucket. Yes, I completely forgot about that story, but I think that's just a really a really good um, you know mini story just to you know mm-hmm. show the um, the reach of the Doctor. Um, and then the unfortunate, just like very heartbreaking, uh, when he goes to her after she, well, before she's about to die and he said, and she says, do you remember me? And he's like, I remember everyone when he, you know, he clearly doesn't, but, um, (laughs) he does a good job to remember that he always runs. So, um, that was good, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was great too. It just showed the reach of the doctor and then made me sad because you know <laughs> it's just very sad <laughs> yeah it is it is absolutely and, and it's and it's nice it you don't really see a lot of characters who are just kind of like tangentially brushed by the doctor's presence yes you know and then and then come back around in <clears throat> yeah 
in his adventures. So, so getting that is, is kind of, kind of new in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, I just very, very nice, um, little moment with bucket there. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think of, <laughs> Oh, I mean, we see, we see also like this, this has every emotion, uh, in the book. We, I mean, we have to mm-hmm. talk about the, um, the Colonel runaway speech. Oh, yeah that is just oh, how good that one is that is like out of control that's almost mm-hmm. that's almost maybe mm, i don't know if it's as close as we get to um time lord victorious but it's pretty much like i want to, i'm i want to ruin your reputation and your life and you have no choice but to do it yeah <laughs> which yeah. is just and, like and, oh boy and that the fact that like madame Kavaria and even is like well do it already you know do it colonel runaway colonel runaway yeah it's just like dang yeah yeah um what else i mean there's just so much so much that happens um the intro strikes when he's just helping that kid and he's like Mm -hmm. just rest up so i can murder you on the field of battle later and the kid's like thanks nurse (laughs) oh my god it's so funny um who else do we have in this? Oh, Dorium. Okay, I love Dorium. I I feel like this is also not the last time we see Dorium, even though he got his head lobbed off. Well, yeah, this is not the last time we see at least part of him. Oh, yes, we get the head when he, and he has a great speech. I think at the end of this season. Mm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is because I know that he he's kind of a character that is that reoccurs through the. Um, through Matt Smith's run. Yes. And you know what? I think you're right. I think we do see him again at the end of the, the end of the season. Cause I remember cause this, this is kind of where, where 11 erases himself. Yes. And there's the big question. Yes. The question, Dr. Who? Yes. Mm-hmm. He did that mm-hmm. whole, do you remember that when he did that whole speech at, at Gallifrey? Yes. <laughs> That's great. He's so great. Good. He is a, a really great, uh, Gallifrey one guest for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the this is like the Avengers. What else do I have here? Um, well, let's can we talk about the Headless Monks? Yes, let's talk about uh, the Headless Monks. Great, I mean, like great design, great look, very creepy. Yeah, you know, I like that little bit of um, uh, like backstory is not the right word. I just can't think of a better word for it. Where it's like, oh well, you know, it's 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 a metaphor. You know, they follow their heart. They don't follow. Yes. You know, their heads. And then, God, they're revealed and they've got these just gross looking like twist tops. Yeah. It's like the, um, the <clears throat> other, uh, it's like the other part of the, sh- it's like what the body looks like after the shrunken head. Y- yes, exactly. There we go. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, I guarantee you that's going on the behind the couch scale. <laughs> yeah. Very, uh, disturbing. And uh, mm-hmm. that poor man lost his husband to it. Um, well, yes, that too. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the headless monks. But also, they have these like these electric swords. Yes, lightning swords, and then they have lightning yeah. powers in general. And they have yeah, the power all... of being very quiet because you know they don't have heads. Yeah, they're not terribly chatty folk. No, not at all. <laughs> although we could do you think we could convince will smith to do here come the headless monks Ooh, maybe maybe we could i don't know that they'd be galaxy defenders though no 
And I, I, I was checking. I don't have it on the board anymore. Ah, Sorry, bud. Darn. That's okay. I should have thought about it ahead of time and sent it to you because I still have the clip. <laughs> what go if, back to the all night, yeah. all night with the Living Geeks episode on The Men in Black. Yes, go go to that one where uh, Taylor decides it's a good idea to give me full control of a soundboard. It's always a good idea to give you full <laughs> control of a soundboard. Oh, stop. It's true. <clears throat> um, wow, what, what else? That's just... There's a lot. There's a lot. Oh, I mean, the whole... Um, so we get the reveal of the headless monks, and then the third headless monk is not a headless monk. It's the doctor. Um, yes. And uh, we just... Um, man, you know, it was a good, it was a good plan until, uh, until it wasn't. <laughs> until they knew it was yeah. going to happen, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But it was fun. I mean, we got uh, Doctor to the Danny, uh, Doctor to Danny Boy, Doctor to Danny Boy, which is oh, fun. Yes, that's right. We got the uh, we got the pirate got and his son yes. for a brief moment. That was fun. Yes. Just you know, a lot of cool cameos going on. Um, and uh, I believe River tells Rory that the Doctor on this day is going to rise higher than he ever has, and then he'll fall. Mm-hmm further than he ever has and then i believe um someone says he has risen very high and rory goes uh-oh mm-hmm. <laughs> but exactly. also doesn't feel like hey i've been warned of this almost prophecy thing when river said she wouldn't come maybe we should be on the lookout here yeah it's so much of this episode it just feels like you know it, it's it's got i mean it's a mid-season finale so yes. it's 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 got all that satisfaction of like hey the good guys are winning the good guys are winning the good guys are winning hey magnificent quantities of lactic fluid yes thank you strax uh <laughs> just love it yeah um and <clears throat> i think we're so focused on that that we we miss the twist we miss madame kavarian you know, taking taking one last like, oh no, not going to let you get away with that. The either. trick's so nice, she did it twice. Exactly, that is exactly right. And then we get another creepy moment. Goo baby, really goopy baby. yeah, goo baby, which I forgot about, and I went, oh no, the goo baby. And uh, oh, yeah, that frightening I imagery. It I was like, oh, jeez, yes, yeah, that frightening imagery where it's just like. Uh, and the doctor's locked out, and then the door finally opens, and Roy's like, "Yeah, we know." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but like, like all just right after that, I, I, it really kind of hits me that you know Moffat is really just so good at writing like the highest highs and the lowest lows. Oh, absolutely, to the point like, where. It, you know, Amy does not want to be consoled by the doctor, but also is aware that it's not his fault. Yeah. He tried just a lot. There's a lot going on in that, in that little moment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and that's before he, uh, wow. That's before he goes to talk to bucket. So that happens yeah. before he goes to, yeah, um, there's that too. And then after that, that's when river shows up and he's like, where the hell have you been? Mm-hmm. Edit that out. That was awful. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no no no! That's 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 now John's impersonation of Drunk Eleven. <laughs> but you know, uh, Doctor rightfully mad. But you know, he he tells why. Um, and I guess I mean we should talk about this. Did you? Because we were you know since the introduction of River, 
we were always like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Who is this person? I don't really know if at any point, um, at least that I can remember, you and I were like, it's it's their it's their daughter. I, yeah, I don't clearly recollect like coming up with that as a theory. Yeah, I mean, I think we there were theories that maybe she is a time lord. Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. almost wish, you know, because if you go back, you're like, okay, I guess it kind of makes sense once you start to get the reveal. I don't know if like the reveal, ha- like I don't remember the reveal happening when I watched it for the first time and me being like, oh my god, what? You know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know. That's just what I remember is like I feel like this wasn't as big of a reveal as I felt it was going to be. At least that's from my memory. I'm going off of memory. I, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it was pretty big. Like I remember, but there's so much, like we've just had just like impact after impact after impact. You know, we've gone from highs, we've dropped down to lows and now here's this reveal. And it's, it, it's, like you're almost you're almost tired from the roller coaster ride so you're like wait what you know and you kind of don't take it all in right at the moment but i remember being there when amber and kobe saw it for the first time Mm. and like i was being like really good about not dropping spoilers not giving anything away um and watching it hit them for the first time it's kind of like okay yeah this is kind of a big drop yeah this is this is momentous i mean it it is a big drop it's like oh boy like she's living she's benjamin button living technically i guess i mean it's out of order but you get the point um yeah you know one thing i didn't clock apparently the first time i viewed this is while um you know the um the tardis is translating the name because there is no i almost kind of wish we had paused on the line they don't know they don't have a uh, a name for pond because the only mm. water is in the river. And, I yeah, wish the we only water in the forest is the river. Yes, I kind of wish we had um moved that line a beat or two back because mm-hmm. it's almost like wait, what? Oh, that's yeah. her name's River, so clearly I kind of wish we'd waited a beat. But I one thing I didn't clock is when the Tardis is translating it to River that she turns it over and it's and the writing that is already on there stitched mm-hmm. in backwards spells song yes i didn't clock that the first time apparently yeah i went oh that's cool i like that (laughs) but um yeah Uh, i mean how do you feel about the reveal like now i mean i uh, like looking back on it i think it's i think it's a great reveal i think it actually um i kind of wish we hadn't reviewed um uh let's kill hitler already because yeah i feel like we might have different opinions at least from what I remember, we kind of wrap up this river river bad storyline uh, real quick in an episode. Mm-hmm. We don't get like any back or forth with it. It's literally just she's uh, she's you know she's evil for half an episode and then we figure it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so folks will have to go back and find our our Let's Kill Hitler episode. Yes, and listen to that in you know. Like the next two weeks, I guess. Yeah, I, but I, I don't know if that will actually be a thought that either one of us had. But just looking forward 
it's like, oh man, we get this whole episode where they're, they're like, she's going to be the ultimate weapon against the Doctor, and it's literally mm-hmm. an episode. Yeah. So I think if there's any f- like kind of like eh, about it, it, it would be that, and that's literally it for me. At least. I, yeah, I, that's 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 true. It it does kind of get kind of a quick wrap in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but how do I, how do I feel about the reveal now? I mean, it really you know you look at kind of you know this era's TARDIS team, and you're like, oh, like in your mind, like the whole dynamic changes yeah when you understand it's like oh this person that you know the doctor has been like uh almost downright naughty flirting with yes times in this season is amy and rory's kid yeah it's uh, it's just like oh okay it's uh it's weird yeah it's weird that's for sure a little bit a little bit (laughs) (laughs) um I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, this, like you said, this episode is is um, is really really good. It's just uh, top to bottom, just great. Mm-hmm. I, I really really enjoy it. Um, it's a good payoff too. Yes, it, it doesn't feel like uh, like I mean, uh, obviously the bad guys live to fight another day, and we will get them at some point. But the payoff is like you took Amy from us a long time ago. We are going to ruin your entire operation, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I, th- I thought it was I thought it was really good. Do you have any uh, final you know, I, thoughts? I will say that uh, listening to the music in this episode, I'm so excited for Murray Gold to return. Even yes. though it's it's going to be for a limited time. That's fine. Fill in, fill in for yeah. uh, the next guy. I, I'm fine with it. I think I think it's. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Very excited. Very, very excited. I just realized, do you think he's going to pen a new version of the theme? I mean, I think it's very possible. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm excited. I know. I know. It's going to be good times. <laughs> all right. I'm going to start, start pushing some, start hitting some buttons. buttons. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. I mean, you have to think. When the doctor was putting together, how are we going to get Amy back? Well, we need to talk to the Cybermen. Well, what are we going to do to the Cybermen that'll make them talk? You have to think. He thought to himself, "What would Duggan do?" <laughs> I would. I would love to think so. What would Duggan do? Um, I would love. To. Here's the doctor putting together his army. He's like, you know what? Everybody stand down. There's one man I need. If that had happened, I. <laughs> <laughs> cry <laughs> and he's just punching headless monks and nothing's happening and he's yes. just so frustrated but no i would exactly. like to think that when he was setting up this plan he thought what would duggan do regarding these cyber ships well he would blow them up to get answers obviously um absolutely i think that might be the only like crazy duggan-esque thing that happens I think. Uh, Is there anything else you can think of? There's so much, and I was so focused on the episode. It's not like I noted down every last little detail. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean, I love I love the Doctor in disguise as Headless Monk. Yes. You know, um, I, I, w- I would like to think that Duggan is capable of addressing down like uh, the Doctor gives the colonel but yeah. probably he would just he'd punch, punch him, him until he did it 
um, you know, <laughs> or like throw a chair through a window at him, yes, <laughs> or something. Um, I will but... say also the two guards that um, that uh, oh my goodness, uh, Jenny and um, Madam uh, Madam not Vastra, yeah, Madam Vastra, Vastra. yeah, they t- they tie up. They look at each other and they get a very Duggan esque idea. Well, we'll just open the air duct and we'll all fly out of it. Yes, but it doesn't. You know, it doesn't pan out. Obviously, but I know. But but you know, we'll we'll give we'll give that a half. It's point, the thought right? that counts. Yes, it's, that's exactly right. It's the thought that counts. I like that. Um, I'm literally going to give this an eight and a half. That's I. I was pretty up there. I was I was in solid eight territory, but I. With that Jenny Vastra thing, I will stand with your eight and a half. Yeah, you said the half point, so I get there. It is. There's yep. the half point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the there open alone, the blowing oh, up, yeah. the absolute chaos of I need this answer now. How are we going to get it? Let's send them a message by blowing up everything. Is very uh, feels mm-hmm. very Duggan esque. Uh, the patron saint of podcast. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. There you go. And now we got to talk about those headless monks again. <laughs> Gathering close, it's time for the behind the <laughs> Taylor, before you actually get to that, I would just like to let you and our audience know I've done this entire episode standing up. Wow. <laughs> I've been standing for an hour as we've done this episode. I am so sorry. No, it's fine. I'm I'm like that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm like Okay. That's the le- uh, maybe it's the the great cup of coffee I made. Maybe it's just talking about this episode with you, but or maybe it's a combination. I, yeah, maybe maybe you just have better arches than I do. <laughs> maybe. Cuz I don't think I could stand for an hour right now. But fair. I'm wearing slippers, that, so no, I don't have better arches. If if I wanted to stand for an hour, I'd have to go put my okas on. There you go. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it in sandals. Um, anywho, before I dive into the couch scale, <clears throat> I did want to note that um, on Nicola Bryant's social medias today, um, she did share that it was forty years ago today. Ah, yes. Perry, Perry was introduced. Uh, I did see to that. the public. And I wanted to just take a moment to honor that because of of the fantastic impersonations you do, Perry is up there. Doctor, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Love it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. For I tell you, for a first viewing of this episode, the tension feels very, very real. Um, obviously, future viewings, you know what happens. The tension's not quite as strong, but. You know, you certainly can recognize it. Um, the whole sense of the baby being in danger, I think any parent could relate to. Yes. Um, we've got our creepy twisted top uh, headless monks, and we've got uh, the baby ganger going all goopy on us. Yes. Um, both kind of like jump scare-ish moments. Um, you know, for, for younger viewers, this may not be a, like, right before bed episode. This may be a, like, while well, the sun's still up episode, so right. you can watch some Bluey afterwards. Right. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Those are the those are the things that would make me kind of, There you go. There you go. All right, guys. So, next time, uh, like we said, we already reviewed uh, Let's Kill Hitler. Uh, go back in the archives. I don't I wonder when we... When we actually reviewed that, I, yeah, I really should have looked up to see exactly what episode it was. I mean, so I can do like that real quick. Podcast episodes. Because you are really good at that. 
Thank you. Um, episodes. Keyword search. Hitler. <laughs> Spelt Hitler wrong. It's fine. He doesn't deserve it. Mr. Um, Hilter. Mr. Hilter. Uh, episode no, two, 205. Oh, okay. So, so not too long after our big war games extravaganza. Yeah. No, not long at all. So right right in there. And I mean, just, just to make sure... Okay, we didn't. Re- okay, we haven't reviewed this next episode. So you know, go listen to that to episode two hundred five, and then jo- you can join us in in two weeks when we will be talking about the episode after that, which I think we at some point were actually we were going to review this for uh, you know spooky October. Oh, very possible. And I think we went oh, no, but uh, here we are. We're going to be reviewing Night Terrors, which uh, you know is starring Matt Smith as the Doctor. Uh, uh karen gillen as amy arthur darville as rory it was written by mark gatis or gatis depending Uh, on where you're from uh and it was directed by richard clark uh okay so that's where we will be at next time we're just we're gonna finish this this uh season out and then uh i i mean i've i've enjoyed the break from classic but i i'm ready to get back in i think yeah i'm ready to steer the ship back that way as much as i love Matt Smith, I think it would be nice to uh, get back to it. But not yet. Not yet. We're almost there. We're almost there, people. Just not yet. But until next time, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at The Podcastica. You can follow me on Blue Sky, (laughs) jpthrice.bsky.social. And you can follow. I I don't know if you want to plug your blue sky. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Twitter for right. this right now. Yeah. Um. At Busboot is seventy one. There you go. And I mean, I'm on Twitter at JP Thrice still. So, but I I used I used uh, Blue Sky a lot today. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I am um, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Anyway, or you can maybe not really find us on Threads, which is the other one that is. <laughs> I had a I had a friend. Let me just tell a small story. I had a friend who asked me about the video and um, image quality on Blue Sky, and I said, I don't care about that. Why Why are you caring about that? And he said, because the, uh, the what did he say? I was like, I can't do this. The film photo community is pumped. No degradation on video or images for thread. And I went, you know what? Th- this is it. We thought t- people who use Twitter... And didn't use Twitter was going to tear us apart. No, it's who uses Threads or Blue Sky. That's what's going <laughs> to bring down our civilization. Again. Uh, anyway. Yeah. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Uh, just search Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Um, I think it's hot now. So if you want to just buy mm-hmm. a t-shirt, no sweatshirts unless top. you're... Unless you're crazy, you could do that. Or tank top. Or oh, we do have tank tops. Hemisphere. You know, I have I have a multitude of tank tops now that I wear while we walk the pups. I do not have a podcast or an NOTLG one, but I could rectify that by going to shop.spreadshirt.com slash NOTLG and purchasing one of those fine apparel items. Or you could just head on over to patreon.com slash NOTLG if you just want to donate monetarily to keep this train I'm moving. Um, I don't think I have any other sarcastic plugs. I think that's it, guys. All right. I think you're good. Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> two weeks' time. Wait a second. Two weeks' time is the eight. Okay, we're good. 
con- that's the the week of yeah. Comic Con. So I was like, uh oh, let me check. Seventeenth of July. Yeah, we're good. So join us again in two weeks' time when we are reviewing Night Terrors, and we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. You hit the I must leave now. So. I just oh, hit the go. red button. Hit the red button. That's what I did. And I went, no, that's not how this works. Hit the red button. Push the button, Frank.